Check one two one two. Check one two one two. Oh, man, so much to get into tonight. We had a big pay-per-view last night in San Jose with WWE TLC. We had Ring of Honor final battle from New York City with the Elite. Be the Elite. Is the Elite being gone? Who knows? We'll talk about all of it today in a little bit. Let's get them shared up. Let's get a lot of live viewers on this. I'm looking grainy. Going to reboot the camera, and then we're going to get going with WrestleZone Oh, man, Zone so Daily. much to get into tonight. We had so a big pay-per-view. Feedback already, all that fun stuff. We're going to get to it in just a little bit. A lot more to get to. Vince McMahon, what is he doing tonight on Raw? Sound off. Let's get those comments going. I'm going to be here. Robert DeFelis is going to be here. We're getting weird. We're frying up some fast food Royal Rumble burgers, baby. WrestleZone Daily starts in 30 seconds. Diesel power, baby. A little bit. A little bit. Diesel power, baby. decorations a little bit too early is it wrestlemania season are we already there i don't know robert defeal is from wrestle zone hi 
And Kevin Kellum and I'm feeling really good Cause my Bears won the NFC and they're gonna lose in the first round of the playoffs <laughs> Yeah, people are already into the theme song, seeing some diehards in there If you're joining us for the first time, this is WrestleZone Daily Streaming live on Facebook And it's the most interactive show in pro wrestling medias, okay? And you guys are involved in it. How are you involved with it? Well, your live comments pop up here on screen, and you're like the third host of the show. If you're on the podcast, don't worry. I didn't forget about you. We got we got plenty of your comments from social media that will also be included in the show. A lot of feedback from last night's WWE TLC. Most of the sentiment tends to be pretty positive. If you want to hear more of our direct response from it, we also have our post show up with Angel Garcia. We break down a lot of different things coming out of last night's show. Quite eventful. Robert DeFelis, what did you think of the big show in San Jose with WWTLC, WWE TLC? What'd you think? I thought the girls, the 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 women, the SmackDown Women's Championship match was the best TLC match I've seen in probably five or six years. Like the women delivered big time. And I'm going to paraphrase a band that you might know very well, The Killers, mm-hmm. and say, when you're looking at Becky Lynch, that's gas in the tank, money in the bank. You're looking at the man, baby. You're looking at the man. You are looking- I love that line. You got gas in the tank. I got money in the bank. <laughs> I love it. Love it. Yeah. Uh, I'm telling you, man, I, I think uh, th- this really proved that anyone who thinks this whole, oh, they're, they're putting the women on too much, putting the women on too much. You're, you're behind the times, pal. The wheel has spun past you. You're just you're just sitting back in 1998, wishing it was you know still you know puppies and stuff like that. I I, I thought this was a really wild fun show. I thought the main event delivered. Ambrose and Rollins was a, a bit of a disappointment. A little little bit of a disappointment there. Uh, but I, I and also it seems like the war that we're getting. You can follow this story as well. We have over at WrestleZone.com. Vince McMahon not happy with Rollins and Ambrose. Gritty, mean feud, and they lock up to start a match. <laughs> like, like I'm like, this this man insulted your brother in arms as he's fighting a mortal, serious disease, and you're gonna just put him in a headlock. Let's get real tactical. <laughs> like it was just like, no, scrape claw, go at him. You know what I mean? Rip off his face. Oh, we get into all that. Uh, I just found out yeah. from a, a great friend in the media world here in Chicago. WWE hitting the holiday tour. They're going to be here twice in one week on the 26th and the 29th. They're going to be playing two different big arenas. And they spoke with La Ley Radio, 107.9, Spanish language radio, La Ley. Uh, And Aridian Fierro spoke with Seth Rollins today. And we will have the interview up on WrestleZone.com within the the hours. If you guys uh, enjoy this podcast and you like this audio and you like this video, you can go check out that as well. Uh, and he spoke about how they're going to continue this feud. So if you were upset with Rollins and Ambrose, uh, they're going to do more of it. Even though it didn't seem like they were clicking last night, they're going to be more of it. Mitch Bass chiming in here. To me, Rollins and Ambrose angle was just flat. I'm fans of both, but I missed something. You know, I kind of tend to agree. No one's denying whether or not these guys are hot. But something just wasn't clicking last night. It just wasn't... The, the cylinders weren't firing on the same time. I don't know exactly what it is. And then out of it, it's like we're not even talking about Dean Ambrose getting the Intercontinental Championship here, which is the top title on Raw at the moment because you don't have Brock Lesnar there. So, I mean, what are you doing here? What, what What's the next thing? Can this thing get back on the rails? 
you know why we're not talking about Dean Ambrose for the Intercontinental title? Because we are getting Brock Lesnar. Mm-hmm. Brock Lesnar is coming back, and mm-hmm. we know that. And we know that Dean will likely be in the random mid-card IC title match at WrestleMania. But I think with this feud, one thing the fans missed out on, the most interesting part of the match to me was Renee Young on commentary. Oh, yeah. So what exactly happened there? I didn't catch most of this. I was at a party. People were loud. We were all yelling at the screen. What happened here? Give me me the bit. Uh, She was really defensive. I mean, they started out light with like, oh, he's my husband. No, last night she was like in full-on defense of Dean Ambrose. At one point she even said, "Uh, Dean takes umbrage with how Roman and Seth wanted the adulation of the crowd because that's not what the Shield stood for. And she said it so emphatically, like, that's not what the Shield was about. And Michael Cole kind of reined her in, like, well, that's just Dean's, you know, take on it. And they were really doing a lot with Renee Young. And I think the people, had they had headphones on listening to the commentary, Mm -hmm. they might have been a little more intrigued in the match. Mm. But the match itself really fell flat. Yeah, so uh, also let's let's get into this, though, as well. I mean, we mentioned that the triple threat was absolutely fantastic. A lot of great matches on there as well. Love me Daniel Bryan and AJ Styles. Yet another fantastic match from these guys, really cementing the new Daniel Bryan character. Great, fantastic match. Actually, had you believe in that Styles would get the title off him, although storyline-wise it didn't seem like they were going in that direction whatsoever. But a strong match from them and on a show that had a lot of different wild gimmicks on it, you know, I thought I thought this match was just a great bell to bell wrestling match. What did you think? Um, the match was beautiful. Mm-hmm. Did you listen to his promo before and on YouTube? This they is the one that was uh, streaming, and he and he said that uh, <laughs> they're all awful, <laughs> and that he's going to get the leather removed from the yes. WWE Championship and have it replaced with yes. with, uh, with with like hemp or something like that, like some biodegradable material. It was it's all this full man. They, they, according to Daniel Bryan, they skinned a cow which he has named Daisy to make the leather that encompasses the WWE Championship, and he, that he will not stand for that. And you know what? By God, God bless you, Daniel Bryan. You're doing the right thing. <laughs> Moral high ground, Daniel Bryan. That's what that's what he's going with. Uh, overall, a really fun show. I know people want to come down on it and say it wasn't that great. Uh, people are bringing this up, Alec Masuzli. This is a story that we broke over the weekend, especially Sunday morning, that uh, that Daniel Cormier was not seen on television. We reported yesterday that he was expected to be seen at ringside. And that is what we got. I'll, I'll answer this point blank. That is what we got from a source that we trust, okay? And this is not aggregated. This is not a, a story that we're running from ESPN or Wrestling Observer or Bleacher Report. In other ways, you know, we ran that story. People ran it from us and, and they also verified it independently of us. And we had our source as well. For whatever reason, maybe that story got out and they didn't want to run with it. Uh, we were told he was doing some other things in and around the arena. We don't know what they were, but we know he was there. That's what we're going with. So I don't deny that. Uh, but, yes, we do know that Daniel Cormier is somehow in some discussion about doing something with WWE. He's been public about saying he wants to work on commentary and has no aspirations of getting in the ring. He's the UFC light heavyweight champion. It looks like he'll have a fight with Brock Lesnar, who is the WWE Universal champion. 
And, uh, you know, maybe there's some blending of the of the wings there. And also Fox, very, very fond of Daniel Cormier. So it looks like, you know, the rumors are abound that he could be in that slot for SmackDown. So that's what's going on with that. But wrapping up everything here on WWE TLC, when we get much more into this on, on the post-show podcast, you guys can dig into that. I, I thought it was a really fun show. And if anyone wants to come down on it, they already wanted to come out, come down on it before the show even started. I thought this... When anything, and if anything upset you about Baron Corbin, all right, or, so or Kevin, and, and, there we go. So I'm, I'm back. Great. There we go. And, I'm back. You know. Okay. <laughs> and he's even there. We go. Uh, if anyone wanted to come down to this, then they're already upset about something else. You know what I mean? They're already they're already mad about something. Uh, and this brings up something a big reset that we got last night is Baron Corbin's out of the picture. Everybody on Raw is a babyface that wasn't booked on the show. That wasn't Braun Strowman with the sling in their arm. Beat him up last night. And and we're going to get a lot tonight because we're getting Vince McMahon on Raw. This is a big deal. The word we're getting, uh, specifically from WrestleVotes, which has given us some scoops in the past, some of them effective, some of them not so effective, say that Mr. McMahon will be on Raw tonight. Uh, we don't know uh, tomorrow. This is tonight. Uh, so what do you think with Vince tonight? What is, what is Vince McMahon going to do on Raw tonight? I think, and now this is me speculating, this is, I think he's shaking up the rosters. We're either going to see a full-on end to the brand split, or they're going to announce a superstar shakeup. Now, if they do the latter, then I think he opens the show, and the first shakeup you see is he announces Becky Lynch is mm. on Raw, mm. and that will be the first of many shakeups, which could set the stage for WrestleMania season. A lot of people think he's going to ignite a new era sometimes vince comes on tv he did this with the attitude era where he says you know we're going to expand the creative envelope and then with the ruthless aggression era he flat out said i want to see ruthless aggression i don't know if he's going to start i remember that i remember that very fondly yeah yeah i I don't know if he's going to jumpstart a new era Mm -hmm. but you know he could there's no better way to hit the reset button then have the boss come on TV and literally say, we're hitting the reset button, have fun. <laughs> and But I, I don't know if they're going to go that route. I think they're happy where they are creatively. I think they just want to do things to boost the ratings up. I don't know if they're happy where they are creatively if, if Vince went and took Baron Corbin, uh, this character that, I mean, maybe they were going to write him off TV. Maybe, maybe they were going to get him out of that role of Baron Corbin. And, I think a lot of what people were coming down on was just Baron being on TV too much and him not being a guy that they want to boo. They just don't want to see him in general. Uh, and there's a, and Baron's a talented guy, but, you know, he didn't have the type of um, villainy that, that makes you want to see someone beat him up. You, you want to see someone beat him up, but you just don't care if he comes back. Is that the best way of describing him? You know, you aren't gonna like you aren't gonna go like ooh when he nefariously like pulls himself back up. You you aren't gonna do that. You don't see that with him. Uh, and some people it say it didn't work. There's a a very clashing look to Baron Corbin in an authority role yeah. because he's covered in tattoos. He's coming out to you know music that's akin to Slipknot. Yeah, and he's like, by the way, I am the manager. Like, uh, he yeah. looks like he's running. He looks like he's running a hot topic, and it just it looks weird. He looks he like a manager at TGI Fridays. Yeah, like he wasn't meant for this role. He, <laughs> you know, he shined in it. I think maybe he was there for a little too long, but he shined in it, and maybe they'll do something different with him going forward. But Baron Corbin needs to go back to being a badass, and I think we need Kurt Angle in that GM spot, and give us something. Give us something really good. If you're going to give us the end of the brand split, give us something 
that will actually shake the foundation of WWE how we see it. I don't think we're getting anything small. Uh, and now for you guys in the podcast, you may be listening to this as this news has already come out and maybe you're laughing at me about this or maybe what I'm saying is matching up to it. Uh, but I, I'm telling you, whatever we're getting tonight is not going to be small. And I, I think if you're going to Vince McMahon in this, this predicament where people are coming down on you for ratings and you need ratings in a certain spot and all these different things are lining up and we're going into WrestleMania season and on top of it, more importantly – you know, in less than a year's time, we're going to have uh, one of our shows, one of our big brands on national television in a different plat- platform. Uh, we're, I think we're getting some type of shakeup. We're getting something. Uh, you know, people saying, are they ever going to bring back the Attitude Era? Nothing's coming back. New things are already happening. Well, people, people are already saying we're we going to We can't get have the Attitude Era in 2018. No, like, no. I, I don't know if you've been on your Facebook feed, <laughs> but if you've seen the amount of things that people get offended by yeah. as you scroll down your timeline on Facebook, a lot. you don't want to see beer bass and women nope. fighting in chocolate pudding. Nope. We're, we're already past that if you didn't notice it. Uh, but I do think, I believe there will be a superstar shakeup because too many Raw stars are injured. You know, this kind of makes sense. I could see some guys getting called up from NXT. I could see some different uh, characters moving back and forth. And if you're going to do that, uh, do it now. You know, do it now before we're, so we have an idea of what things are going to look like going into the big shift of we're going to be on Fox on Friday nights and Raw is going to be here on Monday and there's going to be a lot more separation between them. And then also when you do that, You'll have separation between all three brands. You know, you'll have in terms of habits and the way that people watch television will then change. It won't be like three days in a row. It'll be day on, day off, day on, day off, day on, day off. So I think WWE's gonna have to change the 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 kind of the metrics of their storylines in terms of what ebbs and flows and different stuff like that. And then I've seen a lot of people saying, you know, things like Hulk Hogan's gonna come back, brother. I, I don't I don't I don't think that's gonna happen. I don't think we're gonna see any Hulk Hogan stuff. I- I'm not ruling that out. I do think the spot belongs to Kurt Angle, but I'm not ruling out Hulk Hogan. Some people bring it up. Doesn't Fox want exclusive talent for SmackDown Live? There's been some discussion of Fox wanting some exclusive talent on their show. Uh, certainly, you're going to get separate brands, and they don't want too much intermingling. But on network specials, that's where the value is going to get a lot higher. And also, you'll see a lot more casual fans kind of tie themselves to individuals. There's uh, even though we, we watch WWE as a whole, we still have our favorites. You know, I, I still take off this hat and put on my fan hat and just want to watch the guys I want to watch matches with. And there's nothing wrong with that. And so SmackDown is going to want to be able to get some of those guys that are your favorites. Uh, so will some of those guys be from Raw? Likely, yes. I think if we're not getting a shakeup tonight, we're getting it before October of next year for sure. There's no way. There's no way that this is going to happen where they're going to go over to Fox and not do a big shakeup. One thing that could change is, you know, some people saying maybe Vince steps down. He's got the XFL coming up next year. I don't think Vince stepping down would be a healthy thing for WWE in terms of their business. Uh, that's one of those things where I think a storyline thing could actually affect the red line of their stock price, which is very, very healthy at the moment. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I can't see Vince stepping down in character no. as a positive move unless they say, here's Triple H on a full-time basis and you give the illusion of Triple H, the creator who gave us NXT. Mm. I'm being told by a live viewer, Brandon Herrera, that I look like Curtis Axel. I don't know if that's a that's a, a thing I want to say. Lewis Sturgeon saying maybe we even get some NXT call-ups. You know, there's a possibility of that. I don't know if we get it tonight, but in a shakeup, I like when they add NXT guys to those type of things. Um, <clears throat> uh, 
live question coming in here. Could we see Brock Lesnar on SD Live, or should he stay on Raw? You know, I think Brock on SmackDown Live is a big mainstream sports star when uh, so much of Fox's online content portfolio is going to be driven around sports and news. You get a name like Brock, who sports fans know outside of WWE, it pops. It makes it well worth it. They have the money now. There's been a lot of new money injected in WWE. So I love hearing your live takes about what is Vince McMahon going to do That's- tonight on on Raw. And it's not really what Vince McMahon is to do. It's what WWE's big move is going to be. We had a lot of big moves last night. I'm thinking we're going to get something here. Uh, do, uh, Hayden Brown saying, do you think it's going to be anything really stupid? Um, you know? Uh, that's a, that's subjective, first of all. Yeah. So that's going to ultimately come up to what you feel. Mm-hmm. But I can't imagine them going, well, I'm here and we're going to dance, by God. You know, like, <laughs> that's a dance break. Well, you could do that. Legitimately think, there's people who legitimately think he's coming on TV just to pop a rating and say dance break, and I can't imagine them hyping it this much for that. Mm, I mean, they, they could do that, and then he just says, enough of that. Let's get to real business. You know, I mean, you could do something where he's going to come out, he's going to make some big announcement, and then they do the dance break thing, and then they do this. But mind you, that's a SmackDown thing. I don't think that's going to come over to Raw. Um, <clears throat> some people say, uh, Chris Gurnett says, Fox wants over 3 million viewers for SmackDown. Could WWE pull it off? Yes. Yes, they can pull that off. Uh, much bigger much bigger distribution on the Fox network. You're getting non-cable viewers. You're also getting promotion during NFL games, which is going to you know bring people up to a really casual fans. Like, oh, yeah, wrestling's on Friday night, so I'm going to watch it. You know, there's people who are just, I'm a Vikings fan. The only reason I watch Fox is for the NFL. Oh, wrestling, I haven't watched that in a while. Those are fans that WWE is constantly looking for. No different than the way that Disney is like, oh, my kid's into Frozen. There's a new Frozen movie. I'm going to bring my kid to see the new Frozen movie. So WWE doesn't look at themselves like a wrestling promotion. They look at themselves as an entertainment company that has wrestling as a vehicle for what they do. Like that, that's it's completely different perspective in terms of how they approach things. So, yeah, I do think they can be at 3 million views. If one fan outside of wrestling saw wrestling that way, yeah, I would agree with them. But at the end of the day, even the kids, they still ask John Cena, who's your favorite wrestler? They don't say, hey, who's your favorite sports entertainer? They ask about wrestling. Yeah. Uh, it's, I've heard some kids say superstars. Remember when, you, when I was a kid, I would say superstars. I would find myself falling into all those different things. Uh <laughs> Uh, Alex Mafuzli saying uh, Vince wants a rematch with Trump. Uh, you know what? Uh, that could be a thing. <laughs> that could be that could be a real thing. Listen, Vince, I beat you once. I beat you once, Vince. I beat you. I beat you so good. I hit you so hard with my hand. I mean, I, I was punch punch. I was the punchiest person who ever punched. I could do it. I could do it. I could do it. Collude. I, the only thing I'm colluding is my fist in your face. All right, so there we go. All right, I'm done. One silly voice, and we've moved on. It's, don't give it I too mean, much. Don't give it too much. It's not that good. It's okay. All right, so, uh, but yes, uh, some people saying, what if Vince brings back Eric Bischoff? He could stop podcasting with uh, Conrad Thompson and jump back into the, that would the be business. A Every time there's a shakeup for GM in the past few years or any of the authority figure roles, someone always says Eric Bischoff. Always. I like the podcast too much. To want to see him go back to being a full-time character. Yeah, I agree. I, I almost wouldn't want Bruce Pritchard to go back to WWE because we yeah, wouldn't be able to do that podcast anymore, man. Uh, Elliot J. Bush says, I work for a cable company. 
The most expensive package has USA Network. Simple Basic includes Fox. So I think it will be a huge benefit for those that cut the cord. You know, uh, you know, WWE actually exists pretty strongly in the cord cutting world. That you know, you hear a lot more people talking about this with uh, their television now. I don't have cable. I, I have Hulu, and uh, I have uh, I, I partner with members of my family to, to to pay my parents' cable bills. So then I'll pop on my Xfinity. I stream it. I don't have cable at home. I have it at work or I have Hulu and I can watch it on demand. And also I think WWE exists where most television does outside of sports. WWE is kind of that bridge between like entertainment shows and sports, sports entertainment, right? Uh, Where a lot of people (laughs) don't watch it the way we watch like an NFL game where it's live. A network show, nine times out of 10, we're watching that live because so many people are going to be talking about it online afterwards and it's built up to whatever the storylines are. But, I mean, like, the week-to-week TV shows, I don't find myself, unless it's, like, you're texting me and Robert's like, are you watching what's going on right now? And I'm like, oh, i gotta, I gotta, gotta, got to get my phone out and make sure, you know, like, when I'm on the train going into an open mic or I'm going to, like, a comedy show on a Monday or something like that, uh, I, I'm putting my work in the, at the funny gym, and then you're messaging me saying, oh, did you just see this guy go off a ladder? And I just missed it, you know? Um, but right. television is nonlinear now, so I think with core cutting – being on a big broadcast network during the NFL package, the Major League Baseball packages, and just a promo for for SmackDown, that's a marketing that they haven't gotten in a very long time. And it shows a certain accreditation, uh, a legitimacy to what WWE does, where this is an entertainment show. You're talking about WWE being promoted in line with other shows like American Idol and, um, you know, America's Got Talent. There's people that perceive WWE still as this like circus sideshow thing and not since the 80s has it been perceived as anything but that uh, and it was perceived like that before Hulk Hogan so this is a different time and also you can't really attribute attribute this change to any one star this is attributed to what WWE's done with the network where it's really diversified everything and also I'll say this what WWE's done in YouTube I, I don't Tell me a bigger brand on YouTube right now. I mean, I know a lot of wrestling fans that just consume it through the clips, and there's something to be said for that. I, if people say the raw ratings are bad, I'm like, well, how many people watch the clips this week on YouTube? Then I'm like, yeah, you know what I mean. Like then, then that rating's a whole different thing. And what what's the demographic? Well, let me ask you this: Yeah, if you're a producer of content, do you really want to put yourself out there for a three-hour show when you know people are consuming clips? Maybe one of the announcements is. Hey, we're going to shake things up, and first thing first, we're putting Raw back to two hours. Going to be faster and more hard-hitting. Um, I, I don't know if that's the case because you're locked into three hours of TV, and that, that isn't great for your partner in NBC Universal USA. They want that three-hour show. They've been selling that now for how many years? Four or five years? Five years, right? So uh, it's, been, it's been six. Six years. And it's been very profitable to them. And the, you're seeing it now in, the, in this new TV deal that they got from NBC Universal now, too. Because NBC Universal said, "All right, we gotta we gotta keep this. We can't lose. We can't lose all of it, you know." So, so I mean, they stepped up a bit, and WWE benefited in the gen- in the in the in the end of it. I I see a new character in GM, if not tonight, in the next few weeks. I see a new authority figure. I've heard people say crazy things like, "We're getting Shockmaster as the GM." That's ridiculous. Uh, Kevin is the new well, that GM. That would be shocking. Uh, Brandon Herrera wants to see me as the general manager and you as my assistant general manager. Thank you, Robert. I appreciate uh, your assistance as well, always. A little bit of diesel power. I'll be for- like David Otunga. I'll get you. I'll get you coffee. I'll get you diesel power. <laughs> little bit. <laughs> Give me some diesel power. There you go. There we go. 
All right. So, um, uh, yeah, so some people definitely see, like, a new character being instituted. Ted Turner as the new Raw GM and all this craziness. Uh, um, no. Yeah. <laughs> With the rumor of WWE Network airing promotions like Evolve, would you be excited to see NXT land on FS1 or FS2? Uh, we'll get into questions like this in a little bit later. Uh, I do think that's a little bit breaking away from what we're getting into, but James Fispondo Fernando, I like that question a lot. Uh, I do think with, as we're just talking about WWE's TV deal and all that different stuff changing, um, that I think NXT is going to be a bigger part of the television production that they do across the board. I mean, think of how, think of how far they're spread right now. I mean, it's it's Raw yes. on USA. It's it's SmackDown Live on USA. Now it's going to be on Fox next year. It's the network with NXT and 205 Live. Those are syndicated in different countries. You're, I'm just NXT talking. NXT UK. NXT UK. They, they want that on a cable network of some kind in Europe. And, and then you have the, the potential of them launching brands. Under the, it's just the Facebook Live deal. It's... Through the roof. This is this is Disney, and that's just one brand that, that, in the hottest time period <laughs> in pro wrestling history. Yeah. And, and then some people say it's too much. It's too much. It is too much. It's too much to follow. Sometimes love all you guys watching. Love so many people, new viewers. If you're watching for the first time, that's Robert DeFelis. I'm Kevin Kellum. All right, I'll throw my name up here on the screen as well. Yeah. So uh, if you're joining us for the first time, thank you so much. Uh, this is WrestleZone Daily. All right. So uh, we we talked a lot of WWE. A lot of people are th- talking about all the crazy things. Thinking Mariah Carey is going to be there. They're, they're pumped for diesel power. People don't want to see Hulk Hogan. All right. People want to see Mike Tyson. Everyone thinking a new GM is going to get announced tonight. We're going to find out for sure. Uh, Fernando wants to know what do you want to see go down tonight, Robert? What do you want? What do you want, bro? What do you? Want? What do What do I specifically yeah. want to see go down tonight? I want to see. I really do want to see the end of the brand split. I think it's easier for them. On a for from the USA to Fox, they can't choose. Brock goes here, Ronda goes there. They want him on both brands. I think it's easier for them. I think less titles means more prestige. I think that means a lot more going into pay per views. Yeah. I think there's benefits to having only one brand. Okay. Now that would throw a lot of characters under the bus, but yep. you know, I don't see that happening. I don't see it happen because I think the strength of this TV deal now with two major separate media partners, Fox with SmackDown, NBC getting raw is a big, big makes it makes them valuable. It makes the shows feel different. Like, and I also think there's audiences that tend to be different from show to show, but not for the most part. And if you're, but NFL is the same, same idea, you know, there's different conferences and stuff like that. And then you'll see the, the finality of those, those different uh, interbrand matches on big pay-per-views. I have no problem with that. I don't think that, that some people kind of agree with you. They want to see the, uh, the brand split end there as well. Uh, but let's get in a little bit of this. This was the, the other big show going on this past week outside of WWE. Uh, you got to cover this. I got to see it live. Yeah. What a show. WWE had one heck of a one last night, but I want to talk about ROH final battle. The elite did not sweep. Uh, They actually all but one of them lost their matches uh, for Ring of Honor and their final exit from the promotion. Now, we don't know where they're going. This cool kid club of wrestling guys, Cody Rhodes, Young Bucks, Kenny Omega, who's down on the pay-per-view, Hangman Page, uh, they're, they're, uh, they're off into this, the weird uncertainty of what we understand is something called All Elite Wrestling, something they've trademarked, and they have various different trademarks, and a big money backer associated with the Jacksonville Jaguars. 
but no one knows for sure what they're doing. Then there's speculation. Are they going to WWE? What are they doing? Uh, I, I don't see them going to WWE. I won't believe it until they, I absolutely they see They ended it. that today. They ended that today. What are did being, they do today on the, uh, the Elite web series, Being the Elite? You got to see it. I didn't. On Being the Elite, so they had a guy who I believe was Frankie Kazarian playing the role of Triple H, leather jacket and all. And they sent him a nice note that said, you know, never say never in this business, but we just watched an episode of Raw, and we see what your tag division looks like. So uh, we're going to pass for now, and that's that. Okay, okay. Aren't you cool? Yeah, aren't you cool? Well, <laughs> There's a lot of wink, wink, nudge, nudge things they do in that show. I think a lot of what they do is wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Uh, Ron Fantana says that this all elite thing, along with Ring of Honor and New Japan, will work together. Strength in numbers. You know, some people, uh, you know, got the impression, especially after the videos circulated. We have them up at Russell's on. You can just go search them. Uh, they're up there and in the Ring of Honor section. All that ROH final battle with full coverage there. A great show in general. But obviously, everyone was talking about: Are the Young Bucks going to win the tag team titles in this ladder war match? Is Cody Rhodes going to leave with that world title? And that didn't happen. And there were pretty good matches. Uh, and both those guys, all, all three of them, the three figures there got sent packing. And Jeff Cobb got to retain and all all that stuff. Good good stuff. But it did give you the sense of, all right, well, these guys are out of the picture. And they did do the cur- curtain call at the end. And, and that's it. And they thanked everyone for supporting them through the years and stuff like that. Um, but I wish that was on the pay-per-view. As somebody who covered it and waited till 12 o'clock in the morning for something to happen with them. Yeah. I really wanted that on the damn show because <laughs> like, that's a lot, you know, and you, you end the show on the Briscoes and then you got to run to social media to see the real scoop. Like, ugh. yeah, but it's also like, know. it's a pay-per-view. So they're based on pay-per-view time. You know, like it's not like a stream. It's not like an extremely exclusive thing where they couldn't do that. And also if you're ring of honor, you don't want the show about the, about the guys who are leaving. If you're Ring of Honor, you want this show about the guys that are going to be there next week. Uh, they already filmed television for the next month. Marty Scroll, who's in the Elite, is remaining with Ring of Honor through the next year. He's already fo- formed a new group. You'll see this in the next weeks, next few weeks of television. Not too big of a spoiler. They have the full video out on Ring of Honor. This is not a spoiler. Not too they much. They have released this no. footage. Um, he has formed a new group, a new trio, uh, with him as the central figure. Backed by Brody King of Pro Wrestling Gorilla fame and PCO, Pierre Carl Ouellette, the former uh, former Quebecer in WWE. Now a 50-year-old man who signed a Ring of Honor full-time contract as a French-Canadian Frankenstein monster. It is something else. Uh, th- th- this was the, their segment where they broke up the kingdom. The, a trio that's been in, in Ring of Honor for quite some time was wild. Uh, also, um, kudos to Matt Taven's ribs, which were wrapped on a guardrail on Friday night. That was scary, but it t- turned out he was okay. Ooh. Also, uh, Flip Gordon and Bully Ray had one heck this of a match. This one I want to talk about. Yeah, tell me about this. Listen, listen. If you like this match and you hated anything on TLC, you are a hypocrite. This was the most chaotic, yep. out of the blue, nonsensical what the hell is going on match? I've seen it in a long time. Some of the things that uh, happened in this match, Robert, just for those that didn't know, they're just WWE fans that don't know what's going on with Ring of Honor. Um, so Flip it, Gordon it, bloodied, made out with his his wife or girlfriend in the front his row. His girlfriend. Uh, his girlfriend. Bully Ray almost powerbombed her through a table unless he said, I quit. The Sandman got involved. 
Kerry Silken, the former owner of Ring of Honor, hit someone with Who's a kendo old, stick. Frail man, he's a frail old man, or he looks like a frail old man, and he's getting involved in this. The referee slaps Bully Ray in the face. What was happening in this match? I I don't understand. And in the middle of all this chaos in the live chat, someone's saying Happy Holidays, Happy Holidays. We have people getting hit with kendo sticks. How are you doing? Uh, yes. Um, <clears throat> So we're just getting into all this fun stuff. Uh, Ring of Honor, Final Battle, though, if you haven't seen it, seek it out. Really, really fun show. A thumbs up. And another thing, I'm not going to get into the the which show was better because I just thought I had a great weekend watching wrestling. I just had a – I watched 10 hours of fantastic, for the most part, great stuff. Great stuff. That's too much. <laughs> ten, 10 hours. That's too much. When you when you say it out loud, it's too much. Yeah. All right. We'll, get, we'll, I, we'll jump I, right into it. I enjoyed it. both shows. I enjoyed both shows. Did you did you find, did you come out of one feeling more entertained than the other? No, because I think where certain areas of TLC lacked, you know, Final Battle picked up the slack. Yeah, true. And and vice versa. There's some, there's some things on, on Final Battle that didn't click with me. Uh, opening match with... Uh, Kenny King and Isam didn't really do it for me. I, I thought um, I, I thought it kind of lacked some interview segments. I thought it was video heavy in between. Uh, but overall, really, really fun show. And I really only thought the letdown of the weekend was maybe Ambrose and Rollins. Though they're, they were both still trying. You know, you can't complain too much. So I'm, I'm into it. Whatever course has been corrected uh, by WWE is great. I think Ring of Honor is doing the best they can to bring in hot new stars and introduce them as quickly as possible and introduce new storylines with the elite guys going on. And now the new story becomes, once again, the big story in January is going to be, what's going on with the elite? What, what's going on with them? Here's what are the they thing. doing? That countdown clock ends in 15 days. January 1st, we're going to know what these guys are doing. And it's not going to stop because you got – the first, and by the fourth, they're on Wrestle Kingdom. There so January is going to be a very busy month for us folks at WrestleZone.com. It will. So fire off your questions here, guys. Um, Jason Roden saying, I wish Vince announced Attitude Error will return, blood and all. I don't know why people need something to come back. It's fine here. Uh, big story. We did talk about this. Ron Fantana bring this. Bendito, one of the biggest lucha stars in the world. He headlined the all-in card Along with the Young Bucks, Ray Phoenix, and Rey Mysterio, he has signed with them. So another good move by them. If um, you believe Big Papa Meltzer, that was a little uh, surprising to the AEW crew who thought that he might be going to AEW. Big Papa Meltzer, man. Um, getting into it. Yeah, so. yeah, put that on a t-shirt. <laughs> put put that on a t-shirt. It'll sell. Yeah, tell me about it. Uh, the the elite have a majority have lost. Still put on some damn good matches. Marty has an ROH title shot. Yeah, so maybe they maybe uh, Ring of Honor is going to award Marty Scroll for sticking around, not leaving with his buddies there. Uh, Brandon Herrera saying, "Will we ever see TV wars like WWE WCW?" Um, I don't, I don't think so. I don't, I don't think you'll see something like that because you would need another multi billion dollar company to say we're going to get into the wrestling business. Uh, and uh, WWE, I think, just has so many different revenue streams that aren't just like the spine of it is proper, uh, you know, appointment television, right? But there's so many different things they're doing that they weren't doing during the Monday Night Wars or even when the Monday Night Wars ended against WCW that have fortified their their relationship in terms of licensing and how their business works 
that you don't see on the surface that would make it really, really hard just to go up against them. I know Ring of Honor tried to do kind of complimentary programming on Monday nights where they'd be like, we're going to go on an hour before them and we're going to replay after them. And it, it helped them for a little bit, but it didn't last long. And then you saw what you know TNA under Hulk Hogan and Eric Bischoff tried to do going head-to-head. That lasted less than a year. I just don't, I wouldn't advise it. I don't think it needs Here's to happen. Thing. I don't think it needs to happen for wrestling to be entertaining. I... Unlike you, I unfortunately do pay for cable. Mm. So I have cable and I have this device that allows me to watch cable on my phone, mm-hmm. which means the the purpose of the TV wars dies because I can watch both shows simultaneously and they're getting the viewership either way. Imagine so if there was DVR work. back in the, the, the like Monday Night era. There wasn't DVR. You could tape one show. You'd have to tape it on a VHS in another room, right? And then you couldn't DVR. If you were just DVRing it and watching one, you wouldn't care. you just watch one and I'll be like, oh, well, then I'll watch it tomorrow. You know, like it's now you have to watch it tomorrow whenever because you have streaming. It's already DVR'd for you. You know, so you're not you tying. Yeah. Hulu. Yeah. Um, let's get into this question. When will John Cena show up anytime soon to promote Bumblebee? Uh, the Bumblebee movie. This pisses me off. John Cena came out and basically said he's not doing TV. And I'm a little salty about that because I was looking forward to John Cena coming back and building towards WrestleMania. And I don't know how I feel now knowing that he's not doing any TV. Is this on Twitter? What did he say this? What is the terms of this? He, he came out in an interview and said, I... I don't know if it was an interview or social media, but he said, I apologize to my WWE fans, but I won't be doing any TVs. I'm just doing house shows to come say hi to my true family. Um, my time is up. Somebody's time is now. Somebody else's time is now. Is he flat out done? Not a fan of this. Do you, are you, do you think he's, he's not flat, flat out, out done? No. But I, I don't. I think he's saying don't ever expect him to even do a part-time you know what I mean? Like oh. he'll come back for maybe one or two big shows. We'll get him back is for the Wrestle- feeling that I'm getting. We're, we're going to get him back for WrestleMania, maybe the Royal Rumble, and that'll be it. Who knows? But then again, you know, he's a worker at heart. I would think maybe he shows up on Raw tonight. You never know with wrestling. Mm. Yeah, we're already getting questions about what has he done? What happened here? Um, yeah. Oops. Do you think Vince McMahon should bring back celebs as GMs? You know, I, I don't know if no. the celebrity GM era no. was, was no. great. I don't think it was good. I, I'm not. No. I'm not opposed to celebrity guests on the show on Raw. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's a bad idea. I, I liked when Hugh Jackman punched Dolph Ziggler. I enjoyed stuff like that. I think uh, fun things that make your your non wrestling fans go wait, 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 wait. What happened here? You know, like I I enjoy stuff like that. Um, not when I'm watching it for three hours. No, thank you. <laughs> uh, 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 Eric is asking here, texting and say, are you guys not sold on the elite starting AEW or are you playing coy? Am I not? Personally, am I playing coy? I think that the elite bubble is going to burst. This is a harsh fact. This bubble is going to burst. Okay. It's just a matter of when. And I think that AEW might actually cause that bubble to burst because if they're going to be doing regular television as the trademarked Tuesday Night Dynamite would have you think, yep. that bubble is going to burst really quickly. Mm, who knows? Depends on who they sign that with, you know, and what that deal is and how it's presented. Who's to say they do it on a television network? Yeah, that's true. You know, you can just stream things and people can see a lot of it that way too. You know that? 
Yeah, well, I don't want to add another subscription service, please. <laughs> Maybe it's one you already have. It was you and like the good folks at uh, on, Robert, Power Slam. Robert, TV. Robert, I'm laying it all out there, okay? Maybe it's one you already have. All right. Um, you guys are uh, smart. Well, you know, you know, you know what you know what I'm getting at. You know exactly what I'm getting at. No, nope. you're telling me nope. it's not going to happen. All right, cool. Jumping in the next question. Here we go. Craig Michael. Craig Michael. John Thew. Craig Michael. John Thew. Pick a first name. Vince needs a new policy, creating mega stars again. There is a reason why the ratings are in the toilet. Oh, the ratings are in the toilet. Oh, they're in the toilet. The ratings are in the toilet. Like, television ratings don't matter. We got to find a way to say this to people without yeah. having to continuously yeah. repeat it. Yeah. Television ratings don't matter as much as they used to. Yeah. Yes, they mean something, but you have to understand where WWE is as a company. They don't mean what they meant in 1998. No, they don't. They don't mean the same thing they meant in general. Now, obviously, are they, are, is that rating good? No, but is that rating? Determinative of the whole thing? No, not at all. Do they have to? Will they try and trade the course? And we have Seth Rollins coming out there doing these like meta promos, saying like, "Baron Corbin, me and you in a TLC match, and you're the reason, and we're gonna take you the reason, the scapegoat symbolic reason, and powerbomb you through a table." Yeah, they did that, and it was entertaining. Did the ratings go up? Uh, not exactly, but fans certainly walked away from that episode happy. So what's the problem? And was that show still highly rated with the? Prime demographic of males 18 to 34. Yes. Yes, it was. Is when when WWE loses that prime audience that that advertisers desire like that, that they can get as a non as a strictly not sports oriented show. The WWE is kind of like the next thing you're gonna go to on, on cable. And it's a long performer. It's been on how long has it been on just USA Network and, and Spike TV and different things like that? It's been on for a long, long time. So 20, 25 years. Yeah. Let's get into this. Bring in animals, the new GM from the Road Warriors. Yeah, you can wear the football pants. Yeah, that's that's what'll save us. Yeah, bring us the Road Warrior. Yeah, Chris, we we talked we touched on this a little bit earlier with John Cena and you saying that he kind of feels like his time is done. I don't think he's completely done. I think we get him at WrestleMania in some form or another. Chris Garnett asking, is Cena going to take the Undertaker route where we only get one or three matches a year? I think he's already there. I think he's already there where he kind of has that feature performer role. Uh, he's a guy who's also gone on the record of saying, well, I'm never going to be out, out of the WWE in one way or another. Uh, and he's certainly embraced a movie career. He's producing things. He's going to be in a movie that The Rock is putting together. He's in the Bumblebee franchise that's coming out around Christmas. He just did the 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 Lockers movie earlier this year, that which was well-reviewed, not a monster hit. And he was in Trainwreck. So he's been in, also he's been in some good movies. He hasn't been in like any bad movies. Like The Rock was in a bunch of I think like he's funny. Yeah, and, and he's funny. He's a guy I think could be he could have a television show if he wanted to that was just like a strictly scripted thing too. I know he did like he what did he, he had American Grit was like his like uh that's, Right. That's the go to thing now with wrestlers now. Rock's got the Titan show. They're gonna host a reality show. <laughs> They're gonna have reality shows. Well, Austin had the broken skull challenge. Everyone gets an obstacle course. <laughs> that's what it is. Mm-hmm. Uh see so he could definitely do that. Let's get back in here in the mix here. Uh, Brian Babcock, just what we're going to get on Raw this week. Uh, do you think Vince is going to come out and announce something game-changing, doubtful, will probably be something lackluster regarding Corbin? Um, I don't know. How, but here's the thing. Like, 
How do people honestly think that they're sitting here promoting this man, showing up on TV to shake things up? They're using the terminology, shake things up. Are you that jaded that you cannot see what they are actually promoting? Mm, 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 mm. Yeah. Uh, Raw should go back to two hours, says Brian. Okay, all right. <clears throat> I, I agree. I agree. I'm being asked by James Espanto a very important question. Does WrestleZone have a year-end awards show? Well, yes, we do. Oh, my. Uh, we do. We have our year-end awards. The nominees are up now, and voting ends on December 23rd. Voting ends on December 23rd. Uh, we have a lot of nominees. You can go and vote now at WrestleZone.com. Nominees are up, and you can vote now there. So uh, a lot of people gave us a crap about what podcasts were not nominated. Now we can't be nominated because we're, we're on WrestleZone.com. That would just be we'd just be working the business there. We can't have that, right? Uh, but our year in awards, I do want to talk about this. We talked about wrestler of the year last year. Uh, female wrestler of the year. The category includes Becky Lynch, Ronda Rousey, Alexa Bliss, Kyrie Sane, Tessa Blanchard, Charlotte Flair, Sumi Sakai, Shayna Baszler. We also have a writing category, but that's a pretty strong list of nominees. Who do you think could win? Uh, if you're asking me who I think it is going to win, I think the the right now in your brain it's becky lynch yeah so i think becky lynch is gonna get all those votes i voted for the woman who i thought had the strongest performance of the entire year and that is one miss badass Shayna baszler oh okay all right so what do you guys think you can vote in uh t- in multiple different categories it's up now at wrestlezone.com it'll be on the top tab there when you guys uh, head over there go and check it out all right, so we'll get in a couple more questions before we wrap up here today. I do want to mention, uh, if you're in the Chicagoland area and you're listening to the live stream, I will be at The Hideout tonight doing a comedy show I have been promoting for well over a month. And I... Uh, no, uh, don't be so modest. Yeah. You're not going to be at The Hideout. You're headlining oh. the show. Let's. Oh, kisses. Internet kisses up, to you. Internet kisses to you, Robert. Uh, and I do have some other big shows. I know I'm going to be in uh, Crown Point, Indiana at a show settling the details on at the end of uh, January. Uh, but tonight, it's all about The Hideout. It's a wonderful venue. If you enjoy the comedian Todd Barry and Natasha Legero, uh, great comics. They've all performed there. And somehow they're allowing me to be on stage. Tickets are only $5. If you're somewhere in and around Chicago the Midwest and you're doing some Christmas shopping, you're getting away from the family, or, hey, this holiday party sucks. I don't want to hang around that person from the office again. Uh, well, this is a great excursion for that. The show's called Weekend Extender. Go to hideoutchicago.com. Get your tickets. That's tonight. In like a couple of hours. Or if you just want to follow me on Twitter, uh, I post about all my comedy shows and things I do outside of wrestling with 101 WKQX, the great alternative rock radio station. I'm down the hall from them. Uh, we have a bunch of crazy stuff going on. And we're giving away tickets to see Muse in March. So all that cool stuff. Go and follow me over on Twitter. All those great things. A couple more questions here before we get out of here. Uh, I'm talking about female wrestlers of the year. Whitley Casey saying Kelly Klein would be my pick of the female wrestler of the year with Becky owing a close second. Well, you can write in your own votes. We do have our nominees, but you can write in your own votes. And so there may be a surprise winner that we don't see coming just from write-in votes there as well. Uh, Des Anthworth saying in terms of female wrestlers of the year, he would love to see Tessa making things a bit controversial with that hitting ref blatantly thing. Yeah, she's 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 a bash. She ain't going to take nothing. Charlotte Tessa Blanchard. Mm-hmm is the best talent not signed by WWE. You think so? Yeah. I said it in a minute. Mm. Best talent not signed. Mm, yeah. People saying Charlotte had the best year in ring. Becky had the best rise. You know, some people kind of agree with that too here. 
Um, <clears throat> yeah. And then uh, in terms of uh, John Cena vehicles outside of wrestling, they would love to see him in a King of Queens vehicle set in Boston. <laughs> hey, I'm the King of Queens. Who dropped a quarter on the floor? I got lucky. I have a good family. I got muscles. I'm the new King of Queens. You can see me on ABC Wednesday nights. You know, something like that. Some ridiculous stuff like that. Uh, great show, guys. Thank you guys so much for uh, supporting everything we're doing. We like to be as interactive, as ridiculous as possible. Uh, and something has started. You know, we've been building up to this, and we leave it for the final segment of the show every every episode. <sighs> it is uh, we're, we're building up to the Royal Rumble. But there's another Rumble on the horizon. It is fried. It is grilled. It is. It's coming. a rumble in your stomach. It's a rumble in your stomach. It's the fast food rumble. Give me your fast food mascot picks for our big battle royale featuring all of the different mascoted food brands out there. We already have one from David McCarty. David, thank you so much for your support of the show. He says he'd love to see Starbucks in the mix. Are you telling me the lady on the Starbucks cup? Is she is she wrestling? Are we talking random star Starbucks baristas? I've been one. Can I put on my smock and jump in there? I think you can. They but didn't know. how would the Starbucks barista mm. win the fast food Royal Rumble? Come on, dude. He could spray hot water at someone. You know how much that would hurt? That, that, that's why they wouldn't let me manage the machine. I, I'm only allowed to press buttons. 29, 29 people couldn't even get a single person's name right. I don't know how that's going to happen. <laughs> so who do you guys want in the fast food battle royale? It's something we're likely going to do at some point for hardcore WZ Daily listeners and viewers. Um, we're looking at doing it on Twitch and hopefully being able to some way, somehow like double stream it on other services so we're trying to figure it out sometime around royal rumble uh, and they will all be uh all be people picked out by you people want to see wendy's in there want to see wendy in there she does look like the lone female competitor she's mean she's powered by her dad her, her dad dave um she's gonna come out there she's gonna she got she got those pigtails dude she's got the red pigtails she's got two bianca belair pigtails she can whip people with both her pigtails and she- throw a frosty in your face I don't know, man. I'm a little worried about Samoa Joe catching up to her first. Here's one coming out of the blue. Jolly Bee. Have you ever had Jolly Bee before? I've never heard of Jolly Bee. Jolly Bee, I believe, is I've had it once. It is wild. Okay. It's like Filipino KFC. And it's really, really like if you get their hot stuff, I got some of their hot stuff. And it was like it was like eating flaming hot chicken, but it it's legitimately flaming hot. And I got some of the sauce on my hand, and then it got in my eye. I was just, like, rubbing my oh. eye. Well, I think you just made a strong case for Jolly Bee to be able to hurt people oh. in this fast food right Oh, yeah. Home. Dude, they're going for it. People bring up Showbiz Pizza's Billy Bob. Oh, come on, dude. Chuck E. Cheese is already in the mix with his gang of game bros. People That's bring right. up Burger King. He's going to be in there. Um, uh, are you guys all sorted, sorted out for a... We're being asked if we're <laughs> Christmas shopping is done. No, dude, we're busy. We don't care about our families or buying them gifts for the sacred holiday of the we year. We care about the fast food Royal Rumble. We don't have time for families. Stay on task, brother. Come on. The El Pollo Loco chicken. Yes, we're going to have a crazy chicken in there. I believe that we would have multiple crazy chickens uh, are going to be involved in this ma- in this match. Possibly the Chick-fil-A cows. Uh, the Chick-fil-A cow- cows are involved, though. They do have uh, some, some certain health limits that we may be a part of it. Uh, people bring it up. Uh, Braun and Wendy. Braun and Wendy season three. 
<laughs> yes, yeah, so one of them is going to jump over the Mixed Max Challenge. Uh, Ronald McDonald's Grimace and the rest of the crew, NWO gimmick. So we're seeing the Happy Meal is going to come in, all types of, like, NWO. And they're going to come out, and it's going to be all, like, the, the red and yellow. But they're going to they're gonna have, like, red and yellow, like... This, this I, I is so silly. I don't think you silly. can eliminate Grimace. I think if Grimace gets in there, especially if he gets a high number, Grimace might win the thing. Yeah. Uh, Little Caesar is going to be there. The man has a trident. He's very, very dangerous. He's got a, he's got a spear. He's got a One spear. One of his finisher is also the spear. Absolutely. He, he, he'll literally run into you with a spear. It's Anything goes. Uh, oh, here's a new it's, entry. We have not gotten this one. The Frog on Smack Cereal. All right, OG oh vet my. has not been in there. Uh, let me throw in another cereal. You know, the, a lot of the cereal entries have not come up too fast, you know. A lot of people just lean into the, the fast food drive-thru. We are allowing cereal entries. Uh, we do know that Count Chocula will be there, uh, though he will be defanged. He will be defanged, just like Jake the Snake's uh, snakes. He will be defanged <laughs> before he gets into the match. We can't have him biting people. Uh, uh, people are going to – Dusty Carroll saying Vince is going to announce that Elmo is taking over as GM. Elmo runs raw now. <laughs> the show's going to be three hours and it's educational. <laughs> yeah, that's what's going to happen. Uh, yes, our fast food Royal Rumble is a ridiculous thing. We are going to do this. This is something you're actually going to be able to watch. And we're going to create all of the characters on WWE TK19 at some point in January. Uh, we're hoping to do this. I'm not promising a day, uh, but we're hoping to do it in and around the weekend of Royal Rumble as a fun diversion. That you can watch before that. Uh, the chap from Lucky Charms. Thank you for calling him the chap and not the leprechaun. I appreciate that. Does does Jim Cornette come in as a representative of Dairy Queen? Jim Cornette's managing Dairy Queen. Is there a Dairy Queen? Is there like a physical Dairy Queen mascot? I don't know if there's a physical Dairy Queen. Or does he just get to represent them and yell, Onions! Double onions! <laughs> double mayo! <laughs> Look up the uh, Jim Cornette yelling at the Dairy Queen drive through video. If anything, he's definitely a representative for Sprite Zero. Do, <laughs> do, do soft drink mascots have a place in this? I know Japan's got that Pepsi Man superhero. Oh, Pepsi Man? easily find himself. Oh, right. yeah. I'll allow it. I'll allow Pepsi Man. He can uh, find himself here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> uh, a lot of other predictions here for different things like that. People saying Snap, Crackle, Pop. Working under Freebird rules. I will allow that. I will allow them. All three of them. I think they've got to come in through the crowd, though, like the shield. Yes. They gotta... <laughs> <laughs> Snap, crackle, pop, bam, 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 bam. Yes. Bob's big boy is going to be in the match. So, yes, the fast food Royal Rumble is going down in January 2019. TBA to be announced. So get get ready for that. You've listened to us talk about wrestling for over an hour. How ridiculous is that? Uh, if you enjoyed this on Facebook, guess what? If you can't listen to the whole thing on Facebook Live with the stream, you can get the podcast. How about that? Get the podcast of it. Subscribe to that. And it's just this, it's the same audio. We also have additional things like uh, how about this? Big drum roll. How did I not talk uh, about this for an hour? How did I not talk about this for an hour? Like a big Dumb, dumb idiot. Tomorrow I am interviewing. You were too mad mad at him for having the leather strap that skinned Daisy. That's why. Yes, I, I, I am way too busy to bring this up. I do have to talk about something that's up on our website now, and that is an interview with Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins spoke with Iridian Fierro of La Lay Radio. That's up now. 
And I am going to do something really, really cool that I think you guys are going to love. It's pretty much an exclusive. Thanks to 101 WKQX here in Chicago, uh, WWE is coming through here with the holiday tour. John Cena's going to be working some of those shows. WWE is going to be here on December 26th. Uh, for uh, let's let's see the tickets here. I can show you the tickets. I'll show you the tickets here. All right, they're going to be here on December 29th. Okay, see that there? Yeah. All right, that's for Raw, and then they're going to be here on the day after Christmas for SmackDown. So you're getting two big live shows there, and those are going down the week of Christmas. So if you're a big WWE fan, you're like, I don't want to see the TV shows. There's too many commercial breaks, or maybe I just haven't gone to a WWE show in a long, long time, and you're doing the trip. I know a lot of people in the Midwest that come to Chicago right after Christmas, and they just want to enjoy it for those days they have off after Christmas. Well, I would say this is a great way to have a good time. No matter what you think of wrestling or if you just have fan- friends that aren't wrestling fans at all, bring them to this because he's going to be great. I'm going to be talking to one of the men who's going to be in the feature match. He'll be taking on Daniel Bryan December 26th. He is, without a shadow of a doubt, one of the best wrestlers in the world. And if you support WrestleZone Daily, you are going to want to listen to the podcast tomorrow because my guest will be the phenomenal AJ Styles. He'll be on the podcast tomorrow, an exclusive through 101 WKQX, and we're going to have that on WrestleZone as well. Uh, uh, there's a possibility of us streaming this live on Facebook. Okay? Uh, so if we do that, uh, uh, just stay tuned to our website tomorrow. If not, it'll be on the podcast for sure, and uh, some version of it will be here on Facebook as well. Thank you so much for the support. Appreciate it so much. Share the video. Like it. Get more people to see it. And uh, stay tuned for the Fast Royal Rumble. Robert DeFelis, they want to follow you on the Twitter and check out your clothing line. Where do they go? You're going to go to, for following me on Twitter, it's at DudeFelice. That's D-U-D-E-F-E-L-I-C-E. And my clothing line is Time Killer Apparel. You got beanies, hats, T-shirts, hoodies. They're all hardcore like if you're going to a kill switch engage show with baron corbin Mm -hmm. who looks like he's managing a hot topic baron corbin probably wants to wear these shirts bingo just saying timekillerapparel.com uh kevin you are gonna kill it at the hideout oh robert you are so supportive down there in florida Uh, so i try yeah people ask me has styles signed a contract yet you know what i'll get to talk to him about it tomorrow so stay tuned for that uh that interview tomorrow Get, get ready for it um, people saying, is the Waffle House mascot allowed? We'll find out at the Fast Food Royal Rumble. So many things to look forward to at WrestleZone.com. We try to be as ridiculous as possible. We have a new website design that some people hate for no apparent reason at all since it looks so clean and good. Uh, so uh, you can stop uh, hating on my new shoes because guess what? My new shoes, my new website looks real, real good. All right, for Robert DeFelis, I'm Kevin Kelm asking you once again to do the most important thing. Could you please, could you please for yourself and all the smarks, young and old, sip some diesel power, watch Raw tonight, get ready for that fast food Raw Rumble, and enjoy wrestling. Goodbye. Oh, Robert, what a what a fun program that was. That was a hoot. That was a good time. That was a holler.